is Happening Chums and welcome back to the A Game With Chums podcast. I'm your host today, Raw, and I'm joined as always by the respectable, respectable, is that like bespectacled and respectable Paul, who's beaming there in his ray of light. How are you, Paul? I'm very well, Mr. Roars. I um, I thought it was me who always who, who couldn't pronounce words <laughs> properly. Um, yeah, as you can see, I'm in uh sort of the darkness, the darkness because that ties in the with darkness. the theme, of, the theme of the the podcast. It's very spooky here in my room. It is yeah, indeed yeah. tying into our theme, which we will get to. But for now, what have you been doing with yourself? What have you been playing, watching, doing, getting up to? Wow, you want to know a lot, don't you? Yeah, give me all the deets. <laughs> oh, are you a policeman or something? You, you, uh, you talk and I'll drink. Yeah, you do that. Um, what I've been doing, uh, what have I been playing? To be fair, I haven't been playing a, a hell of a lot. Uh, mostly been uh, just playing, when I play games, it's normally on stream, which is Apex and uh, the Mass Effect trilogy, which... To be fair, I haven't played for a, for a, for like a week, so I should get back into that. But um, what I've been watching, been watching the uh, Marvel's What If series, which the last episode uh, had a um, had Ultron in it. I don't think that's a spoiler. That's the he was, you know, he's in, he's in it, and very good, very good, very good, very good. It's um, it's I I, I didn't expect. The what if to have a sort of sort of story to it, like a coherent like plot point. I thought it would all be like self-contained episodes, but it is sort of building up to like a, an arc, really. In in in, in you know, it's building up to a finale, uh, which I didn't expect it to take, but it's really good. Um, I've been meaning to watch um, this this new craze, this Korean um, program, um, Squid Game. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. Very um, good things as well. Yeah, it's been all over the. It's one of the. Well, I said in our last podcast that there was not anything that's really sort of everyone that's taken. Yeah, everyone's talking about you know like Stranger Things or something. But then this comes along, and everyone's Out talking about it. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. So yeah, I've been meaning to give that a watch, but I haven't had the time because of like work and other commitments. But um, yeah. Uh, so that's the games, TVs. Uh, no, like, not really anything else. It's like getting ready for Halloween. Um, MCM's coming up soon. Be going to that with some friends. Uh, be good to go there again and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, that's about it, really. I, I can't really think of anything else. Anything else? I live a really boring life, man. <laughs> really boring a uh, sudden moment of clarity wow uh, life sucks sucks and I, <laughs> thanks I for bl- asking i want to blame COVID with a lockdown but no it's nothing i mean like tomorrow i'll be going to karaoke which in soho up in london up in central london which will be fun i uh, love good karaoke but uh, yeah i wonder that not too much yeah so what about yourself what have you been doing what video games have you been playing what have you been watching i mean like what how's your life been like in the last week or two <laughs> since we last re- recorded this podcast tell um, me i want to know 
I want all the details. Given how we do these every two weeks, I'd imagine what I'm playing is probably still the same answer, which is uh, Mm. Tales of Arise, which I'm just short 20 hours into now. Still enjoying Mm. it. It's very, very good. It's exactly what the series needed. Needed a bit of a refresh. And it's... um, Every time I get to a new area in the game, I'm like, I can't believe this is a Tales of game. Because the last one, I probably said this in the last podcast, but the last one was, was the last few really have felt very budget. And this one feels like they've really spent some money on it. And I got to this new kingdom, yeah, the, not yesterday, a couple of days ago. And it just looks amazing. And it's just like, how is this a Tales of game? It constantly is blowing my mind in terms of the presentation of it. And it's fun to play and the characters are great too. So that's what yeah. I'm ge- I've generally been playing, but also there's another Halo Infinite test flight on this weekend. So um I haven't had as much time to put into it as I would have liked, but I played a little bit of uh, Big Team Battle last night, which um seems pretty good. It's got a couple of other things going on in it now. It's not just sort of like two teams fighting each other. There's like little side objectives on the map. So there's these, these like four runner doors on... I don't know if there's... I've only played on one map. I don't know if it's the only map they've put in this test for, for BTB, but it's the only one I've seen. But there's there's these little... There's these like four runner doors hidden um, off to the side of the map. And then you can sort of like go and hack them. And it takes a bit of time to open it. And obviously if someone comes and kills you, it stops your hack. But then you can get inside and get like power weapons and stuff in there, which is mm. a pretty cool little addition to BTB. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing a little bit of that, not as much as I would have liked to. Mm. I've been watching, um, I've mentioned this a couple of times, I was doing a big marathon of My Hero Academia to catch up again for Series 5, um, which I think is, I don't know if it's finished airing now or if it's nearly finished airing, but I finally made a start on that. I'm about eight or nine episodes into Season 5 of that now. Yeah. And um, it's good. It's a bit slow going at the moment, but it's entertaining. And then the other thing I've been watching is Foundation on Apple TV, which um, Mm. seems pretty good so far. What's it about? It's based on Isaac Asimov's Foundation series of science fiction books. And um, basically, there's a guy who's like a mathematician, develops a new sort of model, predictive model called psychohistory, and then predicts that this... Uh, intergalactic empire that stood for 12,000 years is going to fall and that there'll be a dark age of 30,000 years and then it's just kind of goes from there but it's got Lee Pace in it which you might remember from um, Guardians of the Galaxy mm. and uh, he he plays the emperor in the first couple of episodes and he's like gleefully chewing the scenery and it. it's quite fun he's like halfway mm. to uh, Ronan the Accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy you can tell he's kind of channeling that a bit and then it also has uh, Jared Harris, who was Moriarty in the Sherlock Holmes films that came out around about a decade ago. Or so. the, the one with the Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. ones. Uh. Yeah. And he plays like, the ma- mathematician guy, Harry Seldon. Uh. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's like There's a couple of... like Him and Lee Pace are pretty much the main names in it. And all the other people in it I've never heard of before. Yeah. Mm. Um, so those two are kind of like a step above. Everyone else is kind of doing a decent job, but they're them two are kind of carrying mm-hmm. in the first two episodes. But it's good. And you can tell that Apple have spent some money on it. It's a good-looking show, and it's, it's very sort of 
I mean, it's very like intergalactic sci-fi, so there's plenty of effects shots and everything. And yeah, I'm quite enjoying it so far. I think the third episode just came out last night, so I'll probably watch that later and see how it goes from there. Mm. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. And um, I've also been trying to listen to Spirit Box, just put their album out, and I've been trying to listen to that and just not having enough time, but I've listened to about half of it and it sounds great. So I'm very happy Mm. about that. And uh, that's about it. Wow. What I've been doing, just sitting very, indoors, consuming. Very, very detailed um, <laughs> <laughs> explanations. Um, yeah, man. Like going back to your your My Hero Academia thing, I haven't been watching any anime at all. I try to watch Jujutsu Kaisen, and uh, I kind of fucking find it really boring. Wow, <laughs> I can't get into it. I just this can't. Guy. Uh, I love. I I do like. Uh, you you know me, man. I like my my shown and my anime and just anime in general. It doesn't matter what kind of anime it is. If I if it's good, I I watch it. But I think it's kind of overrated, to be honest. I could see why people like it. It's cool. It's it's fresh. It's not fresh. It's stuff. It, it, it's it's not fresh. It's things that's been done before. I mean, it's kind of is very like clicky and I I look at it and go, yeah, I've seen this before. You know, in in various other animes, and um, no, I just I I feel like I'm 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 I, I I'm struggling to get through it. Which for for if it for an anime, it's just, for such a hyped anime, I find it a bit surprising because I thought I'll I'll just want to watch each episode after one after another. But man, I just been like, you know what? No, I, I I don't need to watch the next episode. I might leave it for a few days come back to it but yeah so far it's just not clicking with me maybe it will uh in later episodes but no not at the moment yeah i just wanted to add that i know it's a hot take but <laughs> yeah i just not find not just not finding yeah i mean very entertaining. I, I enjoyed it it isn't really doing much new but i enjoyed that's kind of the deal with shown an anime though you've seen it all before it just depends on whether the characters click with you really yeah and i that's quite prob- like some of the characters in it i think nabara's great yeah, I don't know. It's just a typical. Uh, the protagonist is like kind of generic. You know, he's a nice. He's like viewed as a bit fuggy, but he's got a heart of gold, and he's super and he's strong, and you know, he stands up for like against bullies. And you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I just like uh, kind of not really getting. And he's got a, a, a mysterious cool mentor and a rivalry with a, with someone. It's just uh, I don't know maybe like, I'll, I'll have to watch or I have to get through it. And it, I think it's 22 episodes, but I think I'm like seven or eight episodes in them. And I'm just like, I'm not really feeling it, mm-hmm. but, you know, there you are. But anyway, anyway uh, yeah. onwards to gaming news, I guess the next gaming news. Podcast. What has been happening? Well, in the world of gaming for? as you know, Mr. Rawls, cause you have a big, like, big brain you know you 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 can you know everything that's going on in in the world of video games um omnipotent omnipotent the omniscient everything the the tokyo game show has been happening this week it has been happening Uh, what has been happening within it not a lot (laughs) not a lot laying it out there not a lot nothing really i mean uh xbox had an event not a lot happened there uh square enix had an event uh i think just um a time of recording this was yesterday. Capcom. I'll be uh, honest, I completely forgot yeah. about the Square Enix 
stream, a friend of mine WhatsApp me and said, Are you watching the Square stream? I was like, completely forgot it was on. Yeah. I mean, um, is it K- uh, Konami said, is, is, is announced that they're remaking. Uh, is, it, is it Konami? Fuck. I want to get this right. Who's like, there's, there's supposed to be remakes of games coming out. I think it's Konami. It's Konami. Who, who produced um, Silent Hill? Konami. Konami. Yeah. Fuck. I'm I think get, this, I, this stuff is all in. The, it was all still rumors, though, isn't it? Like they, yeah, but it's it's. Some it's, people it's have rumors. come out and said that. And Metal Metal Gear will be like supposed yeah, to be getting yeah. remakes. Um, Metal Gear, Silent Hill, and something Castlevania. Castlevania. Uh, but um, yeah, I think this is all still in the rumor mill. But it seems like a lot of industry people have corroborated it. So it seems like it's pretty set it's, on happening. There's um yeah some. Speaking of Xbox, um, some games coming on Game Pass. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is coming on Game Pass, which I was on Twitter when that was announced, and a lot of people are like, oh, man, I just bought that. <laughs> oh, great. I mean, it, it came out like two months ago, so. <laughs> yeah. I um, bought like, it. I bought it at launch. <laughs> I mean, like, um, I'm not I'm not too sure if I own it. I don't think I do. Um, but um, I, I'll, I'll probably... Excuse me, I'll probably be playing that on Game Pass. It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. If you're on Game Pass and you haven't played it, definitely at least give it a go because at the very mm. least it look it looks really stylish and the combat's fun. The story is nonsense. Oh well, of course it is. It's a Japanese JRPG. <laughs> Stories are nonsense in it's, there. I mean it, probably it even is. more than usual. It's just like it it constantly tries to one up itself. It's like this ridiculous crazy thing happens. Yeah. And before you've even had time to digest that, the next thing has happened, and it's just like, it's like, let me breathe. Just stop with the craziness for five minutes, and let me catch up to the last crazy thing that happened. Yeah, but it's it's fun. It's just very silly and over the top, but the combat's the combat is really good. Oh, there you are. Uh, as well as that, uh, AI Somnium Files was announced for Xbox as well, mm. which is quite a surprise, honestly, because that came out on PS4 and Switch. In 2019, I think. And, wow. Um, I, wow. I have it. I have it on Switch. You can just see my Switch games there. I I bought it on Switch and I haven't even played it yet. Uh, I played the demo and I was like, this seems pretty cool. So I bought the game. Uh, and um, they announced the sequel like a few months ago, I think. And they announced that was coming to Xbox. And everyone at the time was like, that's kind of weird. The first game skipped Xbox. So I guess now the, the first game is there. So. If you wanted to buy the sequel, go and well, play, play well, the first one. On Phil, Phil, Phil's been in in Japan. He's making deals. He said that he wants more game. He wants to invest in more Japanese titles. So he's he's probably been knocking on the doors of various uh, developers. Let me and, in. You know, you know, with his big brash American ways and his geeky shirts, t-shirts that he wears, kicking doors in, pushing people over, being, re- you know, just being a, like a yeah, really some money on the table. Yeah. Like being a really like a typical, like Westerner, you know, mm-hmm. flash and loud and yeah. Just like Evie's suitcase full of money. This like money's yours. Currency. That game is mine. Yeah. With his hard like currency. It's all us dollars. Cause you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the most valuable currency, but um, that's yeah. legal tender in the 50 States, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, Tokyo games has been happening, but in terms of news, not, not a great deal, you know, like, not as much as people, people were hoping for some announcements and rumors to be confirmed, but um, 
at the moment, yeah, there's, there's not a lot of uh, not not big news coming but out. It has there. been a new demo for the Final Fantasy spin-off Stranger of Paradise, which has uh, inadvertently spawned a new meme, which might be the most uh, entertaining thing to come out of that game. Yeah, <laughs> so the game looks just it just looks bad. Yeah, I, I uh, saw the memes the, are quite fun. I sh- you showed me the uh, the meme, and the first thing I said to you was, "Oh my god, this game looks bad." <laughs> it yeah. looks really bad it looks ps3 sort of era game type game yeah i it said this to you good. earlier when we were talking about it but it makes me think like it must have it makes me think like was this a game that's been in like development hell for like a decade or something it was meant to come out on the ps3 because mm. it doesn't look great and it just looks it looks very much of like that kind of period of time as well like very edgy dude bro kind of thing mm. and um yeah i i, I, just, I I haven't played the demo, but I've seen bits of it, and I'm just thinking, what are they thinking with this? It just doesn't look appealing in any way. Yep. But uh, um, any other game news, Mr. Ross? Uh, Sony have acquired another studio. Yeah, they have the developers of um, of uh, Demon Souls. Yep. The um, what? Well, what they were a porting sort of remake studio, mm-hmm. Blue Point. They also did the. Um, Shadow of the Colossus remake. Um, That's right. Yeah, they, they, I meant to say like the remakes of the classic PlayStation games. Yeah, and they also mm-hmm. did. Um, if anyone can remember the um, MGS HD collection. Oh yeah, that um, yeah. What was that? PS3 360. 360 era. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they did that as well, and it was quite uh, widely lauded at the time. And I think yeah. they also actually did the. Um, they didn't do the Silent Hill one, did they? No, that, that was no. someone else. I think no. they did the um, yeah, the um, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus HD remakes on PS3 as well. I think. Oh yeah, I have those. Yeah, still. yeah. So yeah, they're they're a very talented team, and um, yeah. they've said that their next project will be an original title. So this will be the actual first like original IP they've worked on something that isn't like someone else's game. There remaking or porting um but yeah they're a very very good technical team so it'd be interesting to see what their first new ip ever is going to be like it'll, it'll look good and it'll run well that's for sure because they've got the technical chops but um sony did actually acquire another studio i think i can't remember if this was before our last podcast and we forgot to mention it or if it happened in between but they, uh, they acquired a team called fire fire sprite i think Right, which was, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm kind of going off a of memory here. Was um, <laughs> yeah, this is the one. <laughs> it made me laugh my ass off at the time because uh, way back in the mists of time, when they were launching the PlayStation One, they bought the UK development and publishing powerhouse Signosis, one like one mm. of the biggest names in the UK game development scene, and um, went on to make the wipeout games for sony and then sony renamed them studio liverpool at some point and then i don't know about i can't remember exactly when in the last sort of five ten years they closed them down and uh fire sprite is a team that's made of people that used to work at sony liverpool so basically they closed down one of their developers and then bought the new company of those same developers mm. so- 
that kind of made me laugh a bit. But hey, if they're going to make Wipeout games, fair enough. I'm not going to complain about that because I miss Wipeout. And it's pretty much the only Sony IP I actually give a shit about. So they're going to bring Wipeout back. Oh, well, I dare sure. you. What about Last of Us? I like Terrible. The Last of Us. Yeah, I yeah. do. But not as much as Wipeout. <laughs> the rest of them, though, God of War, Uncharted, don't really care. Oh, okay. That's, Not really uh, interesting. I thought my ju- uh, Jujutsu Kaisen was a hot take, but that's yeah, <laughs> a bigger hot take. Hey, people yeah. are allowed to not like games. Yeah, that's fair. Um, one more piece of news before we move on to the the main subject is, uh, um, I don't know if this will get us into trouble, but hopefully not, because, you know, the country's kind of scary. Um, China... <laughs> Let's tread very carefully there. Ch- China, I think, obviously, it's the government has... Uh, banned video games which feature effeminate men and gay love. So that's banned now. So um, I think that includes like anything like uh, Final Final Fantasy, uh, Massive, yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's all probably banned. (laughs) That's gone. That's gone. Um, Mass Effect. No setter off for you. Mass Effect will be banned because you have gay uh, options to romance men and women in that. So anything with like a, a bisexual, it's it's a gay men. So does it include lesbians? Who knows? Who I'll knows? Admit, I didn't read. I didn't read too deep into this, but as far as I'm aware, it isn't just games. As well. It's like all media. Yeah, I think the, the root of it is like K-pop and J-pop bands. They feel they're corrupting the Chinese youth or something with their uh, pretty boy looks and catchy pop songs. Hey man, I'm not into K- um, J-pop, but I do like K-pop. K-pop is catchy as hell, man. That's one <laughs> thing. Like one thing I think that Korea has over Japan. Like I'm pretty sure, like it, like Japan were the first ones to. I mean, Korean barbecue is pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I've never. I don't think I've ever had any. But the, um, I think Japan did develop this. That the, the sort of you know that sort of style of music. Style, but yeah. It, Korea, like especially here in the West, it's sort of. K-pop is is huge. Like it's they release some catchy tunes, man. Um, but yeah, that's just just uh, that's China, man. Their their um, their their government is cracking down on these things, and uh, they they also like um, crack down on like how much video games that kids can play. Which, if you're a parent, could be a good thing, you know. Like, but yeah, from what I heard about that yeah. is that that they mainly brought that in because of parents because parents mm-hmm. were like complaining about their kids spending too much time playing games so uh, apparently that was quite popular with like chinese parents when they brought that in well it, it so says the chinese government but well, you know yeah. like come on man how much can we believe from that well from that? to be yeah. fair i wouldn't believe any government yeah <laughs> but i, I especially wouldn't i especially like wouldn't that. wouldn't believe that type of government but yeah but that yeah so i think that's about it one thing that did come to me when I was slagging off Sony's IPs, um, IGN ran a poll for the greatest game of all time. Oh, f- um, I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and it generally, I'm I'm very live and let live, and I'm like, yeah, if pe- people like what they like, I don't like it. It doesn't bother mm. me. But I, it did kind of irk me. The winner. I know who that is. The winner was God of War 2018. Yeah, I, 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 know. Have, I have it on my shelf. It's hidden. I have it. And I got it as well. Yeah. Hidden behind my near replicant special edition there, but it is there. I have completed Mind, it. Mine's there in the, in the void of darkness. <laughs> in mm. the void of darkness. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, 
I liked it. I thought it was a good game, but I wouldn't put it in the top hundred of all time, personally. Really? No, I, I thought oh. it was. I thought it was decent and not much more, really. I, I, yeah, I found that weird. That that's very strange that they um, got a war one now. When when I read that, I was like, really? Of all time, like. Like what? Well, I, like, I think there's a lot of recency bias in it. It's just like people have played that more recently than like. Like, did like they Half-Life Two or Ocarina? Are, are they like saying that it's the best, like in terms of mechanics, story, graphics, just just the best all all round? Well, it's the thing. It's really it's really too broad a thing to categorize. Mm. But yeah. um yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because it's a very popular game and it did very well and it it reviewed very well. I'm not going to argue that. It's just. Per- for the kind of games I like, it didn't really do that much for me. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think there's so many games out there that are better than that. And um, I don't begrudge them the win. Like I watched the the making of documentary and they clearly like poured their heart and souls into that game. And it clearly resonated with a lot of people, but I just, I saw that result and I was like, really? But anyway, we shan't dwell on that. I and mean, then we, we instead shall get onto our main topic for this podcast which is very timely, not to mm. mention pertinent, given Paul's very spooky background. Mm. If you're not, if you listen to this on uh, on audio, mm. check out the video because there's like a looming void of darkness behind Paul, which I'm pretty sure is full of terrifying monsters. Which brings us neatly onto the main topic, which is horror games, because we are now into October, the month mm. of uh, Halloween, where we usually do a bunch of horror game videos on the channel and um yeah thought we'd have a chat about what kind of horror games we've liked over the years and maybe some we didn't like some that maybe fall in between so paul what horror games do you like so we we, we, we it's gonna like what kind of games like we enjoyed what, what games made you we, what do made a you scared? poop in your pants well, I do a poop in my pants all the time, so I don't need horror games to do that. Um, no, that's why you've got a big pile of diapers behind you. Um, no, nappies. You can't see them because you're not. You're not, Amer- you're not. You're not American. <laughs> you, yeah, you, I, you, I, you, you bring me. You, you, you pull that up when I do that. I'm doing no, it to you. No, it's completely fair. I, I said that with even, without uh, even thinking about it. And now uh, I'm quite. I'm kind of shook. I can we, before we get onto horror games, can I can I just mention the fact that Americanisms were in 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 speech in, in British like uh, uh, conversations it annoys me so much that when I hear like YouTubers commentators bring like say elevator I'm like you're not American it's lift right <laughs> do you know what I mean it just uh, when they say math it's maths maths there's an S on the end you're not American it's not, don't go I've done the math no 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 when I hear people I mean with the a, subject is mathematics yeah mathematics I say that as well it's mathematics it's not mathematic, all right. So, when 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 I hear my, like personalities say that, and with the with the most British and even the most like like poshest English accent, and they go uh, math, I'm like, oh my god, you're not you're not American. It irks me too, and yeah. as I say, mm. I'm pretty shook that I said that without even realizing. Diapers, it. I, I, how... feel, I, I feel absolutely ashamed right now. You should be. You should. So you I'm just going to go. You belong in. I'll carry this podcast on my own. You belong in the void. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, that, that's horror in itself to to a Brit. So um, 
But horror, horror That's horror the games. scariest horror game. Yeah. Horror games, man. Yeah. But I, Ameri- that Americans say weird things, and I, I just don't like it when we say it, like, <laughs> unironically. Um, but speaking of games, like, horror games, man, like, I, I do like a good horror game. But I find it, like, recently, I don't think there's been many horror games that have been produced. Apart from stuff that's on PC, um, I'm going to bring like a recent one, which I, I which I played briefly, which got a lot of attention, is um, Phasmophobia. Uh, you've you've not uh, you've not played that, have you? I haven't. No. No. You, sh- you should you should you should try it. We should do a video on it or something like that. It's it's very it's very uh, it's very like. This is a you, co-op horror game, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Where you you're, you're basically uh, ghost hunters. You got there's no weapons and no nothing like that. The, the whole objective of the game is to go to a location, find out what kind of like a uh, ghost or entity you're dealing with, um, survive the hunt, and then um, get, get, gather information and basically identify what kind of a ghost it is and get get one. out get out there alive, you know, back to your van. It's a simple premise, but it's very spooky. And when a game like that, um, when you get a horror game like that, YouTube's all over it. Right? And people stream, make videos of it, everything. There's always that one horror game. I mean, like when there's like a, a popular horror game, like uh, like a like what can I can say, oh god, what's the one where PewDiePie played it a lot? That makes sort of made his career. The one that you, you run away from. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my amnesia. god. Amnesia: The Dark Descent. That yeah. that you get horror games like you get games like that, that come around every so often. And of course, you got the the Five Nights at Freddy, which is done to death. Oh god! And I was actually thinking of doing a video for for this month's like a month of horror, but uh, I don't know. Like I just think it's been like it's it's been sort of done to death. But mm. the the first proper like horror game that really like, sort of shook me. I think it did to you. But I think we we played different. But, um, I played the sequel. You played the original. Um, was uh, is um, Project Zero um, Fatal Frame, which is known in the rest of the world. I played um, Project Zero two all the way through with my younger sister, and she always insisted when I played it on the OG Xbox to have the lights off. And I was like, hey, it's just cool. I'm, I'm all right. I'll play with the lights <laughs> I'm off. I'm a big man. I'm t- I'm tough. Like you know, not a lot scares me. But my God, they were like the that game god that game scared me man <laughs> and of course i had to play it because like like she wouldn't play it she she just wanted to watch she like like it's a good one of those good games to watch but when yeah. you're playing it it really does spook you up and i remember you like um played the first one and you you actually um found that quite unnerving as well because yeah. I, I i have played I that, that on the og xbox as well mm-hmm. it scared the bejesus out of me yeah, it's just it's it's very Japanese horror, which we were kind of big into. Big into at the time mm. it was like around the time of like when Ring came out, and um, oh. then you had stuff like Dark Water and The Grudge, the Grudge and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and we we were all about like Japanese horror at that time, and Japanese yeah. horror is very different because it is just more. constant suspense. It's, it's just ad- that, that yeah. constant like creeping dread. Creeping dread. Yeah, but it's like they 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 rarely pay it off for like hours at a time so mm. it just constantly builds and builds and it's just very uncomfortable and project zero le- 
lent heavily into that. It just leaned right into it. And um, the camera angles they use as well, like you're in a spooky little room, you walk into a camera, into a corner, and the camera angle changes, and there's like a mezzanine above you or something. You just see a ghost walking right off. Ghost mm. up there. It's just, it's, it's and, very and, effective. And the thing that, that I found with the gameplay is that you have to face the ghosts with your camera, uh, camera obscura. You have to actually face it, so you have to let it get close so it'd be more effective. Yeah, you know, the closer you get, the more effective your camera is. Up. Oh my god, <laughs> it's oh, that's just scared the absolute crap out. It's it's a good game, man. Like I, I enjoy playing it, but there were mm. times when I think, oh, can I really like sit here and and, and and play it for much longer? And I, I remember like I had to like try and get the. I was going, to, oh, let's switch the lights on. She's like, oh, you scared? I was like, I'm not scared, but it's, it's just <laughs> switch the lights. Let's switch the lights because I was actually getting shook. Because I'm not scared. I'm terrified. It's it's the sound like the sound design on those games are really good, yeah. you know. What I mean, the sound, the creeping, like the the, you know, like especially when you're inside. Like, you did you play the second the second one as well? Um, I played okay. bits of it. But yeah. I played it when they re-released it on the Wii. Yeah, looking up there because it's on the shelf up there. But yeah. yeah, I played a little bit, a few hours of the Wii re-release of it. So like you, you like you hear like the wind, you hear the creaking of the floors, you hear just like an like in the background some sort of murmuring and like or a woman like moaning or something like that. It's just like oh, do I really want to go through this hot corridor? Do I really want to do it? And especially like the the the, the um, it sort of had a grainy sort of washed out look. The game did, didn't it? It was very but, sort mm. of almost monochrome and in mm. places. It's very sort of desaturated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's such, and it, it's, I don't know what it is about, like, especially because you know, be, being set in 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 Japan, you know, those old sort of buildings that give it that more creep factor. Because, like you said, we were into Japanese horror at the time, mm. and it gave you that extra sort of creep factor. I mean, like Japan and, and and the UK are quite like when it comes to like hauntings. Like, I think in the world, like, I think either it's either Japan or. or or the UK that like got a lot of like haunted, uh, supposedly haunted uh, buildings. So, but having that in that sort of setting gives it sort of that, that other sort of more sort of, I don't know, like something you're not familiar with, mm. if, that may, if that makes more sense. No, definitely, because uh, it's, uh. it's the kind of buildings we only really see in other media. We're not kind mm. of intimately familiar with it. So there's, mm. a, there's that kind of sense of the other. Mm-hmm. to it as well where it's sort of it's a setting we're not really familiar with which kind mm-hmm. of already puts you on edge a bit mm-hmm. and then just all the crazy stuff going on it's they are they're they're very scary games and um the last one that came out which was fatal frame five was it made in a black water mm-hmm. um only ever came out on the wii u mm-hmm. and um only digitally in the uk uh, is actually getting a re-release this month, but unfortunately, I think it's actually on Halloween, so it'll probably be a bit too late for us to do a video of it for our month of horror. But uh, I'll probably buy it and check it out. Apparently, it's not the best in the series, but I do like the series. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the last one I played was number three. Uh, it was the girl which she had like tattoos and stuff like that. Like she would go into a dream state, and every time she come out the dream, she'll be covered more in this sort of 
tattoo body um pattern on her body i think it was a butterfly or something like that. yeah i think that was a, that was a lot that was on the ps2 i played that on lost butterfly or something like that. something i remember like the second sure was called it was Grim- something like Se- second was called Grim- crimson butterfly oh I'm not that too sure. that's what i'm thinking of isn't yeah. It? yeah i'm not too sure what the third one was called but yeah i mean like scary games man it's like japan do seem to they do make scary games like I don't know what it is with that with that kind of, those developers. They just, uh, <laughs> oh man, they got they're all slightly mad. They're slightly they got they're really creepy sort of people. Um, I mean, you think of you think of like the cult horror games, and most of them are from Japan. Like hmm. Resident Evil has kind of veered towards and away from horror. Uh, Flip flops a lot over it? the last yeah. like, twenty five years. Yeah, um, but that's like the big one. And then obviously, mm. like Silent Hill is like the fan favorite, also Japanese. Mm. Um, Project Zero slash Fatal Frame is a cult favorite, also Japanese. And then you've got like Shinji Mikami at uh, Tango Gameworks doing the Evil Within games. And obviously, he was the creator of Resident Evil to begin with. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of the more well known horror games do tend to come from Japan for what that's worth. So I mean, here's a question I have for you. Please. What was the first horror game you remember playing? First horror game? Oh, shit. Uh, man, you do this a lot. You put me, you are, just put me on the spot a lot. Um, it just occurred to me, so I thought... <laughs> oh, God. you could First horror game. I don't know. I don't know if, like... I think it might have been, like, something on the... Was it on NES? Maybe like a, a, a the Freddy game or something like that. But it was not scary. Mm. But it was. I think it might have been like the Friday the Thirteenth game. Just the one where you just sort of no, no. Actually, was it? I don't know. Uh, I can't really. I don't. I'm not sure. Let me. I'll, I'll send the question your way. What was, what was the game you remember playing? I think in terms of actual, hmm. what you'd probably class as an actual horror game, it probably would have hmm. been the first Resident Evil, but uh, yeah. I think probably the yeah. first one that had like horror elements was probably Splatterhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was very much kind of just like an ar- a gory arcade game, I guess. Mm. Uh, it was it was very obvious, like a very obvious play on like Jason Voorhees from the Friday the Thirteenth films. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was very gory, and I remember. I think my brother and I rented it from Blockbuster back when you could do things like that. And um, I think my dad didn't know. Well, say we rented it. We got our dad to <laughs> badger him when we were in Blockbuster. Yeah, and uh, I think he had no kind of understanding of what kind of game it was and we got back and started playing it and he was like what the hell is this we're taking yeah. this back to the shop we were like no no just like hacking yeah. things up with a machete and a chainsaw and stuff like, no mm. it's fun so i yeah. think in terms of like horror aesthetic that was probably the first one but i think the, the first one i played that you could probably call a horror game was probably the original resident evil which i mm. actually played on the saturn not the playstation yeah. That's how I rolled back in the mid nineties. Yeah, you're one of those weirdos, aren't you? Played it on Saturn. Saturn was great. I love that console. Um, yeah, maybe maybe it was one of the. I don't think I played the original Resident Evil. I did play two, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, that probably was it actually. 
But um, when you look back, you say, oh, how was I scared of this game? This game looks like, obviously because of the graphical limitations and stuff. Mm. But yeah. That was the thing. Like when that came out, it looked amazing. So mm. it probably en- enhanced the, the scares. And obviously, you had like it had jump scares and stuff. Like when you go through that corridor to the right of the main oh. entrance and the dogs just burst through the window. Yeah. Scared yeah. the crap out of me. But yeah, like you look back on it and just like, wow, the, the dialogue is so stupid. <laughs> I mean, that was bad even at the time. Like, yeah. Even at the time, people were taking the mickey. What out. a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I'm stop. Chris of Alpha Team. Stop. Don't go out that door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know if they were replicating some sort of like cheesy B-movie yeah. sort of, yeah. But it's, it's like, speaking of like horror games, man, like I, I do like a good horror game. Like, um, it's, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, it's in terms of horror, what do you prefer? Like horror, like run, like sort of a gun, gun sort of horror, like Resident Evil, a dead space, or do you like more sort of like we don't can't defend yourself sort of thing? Like say like a um, um, uh, amnesia, something like that, or do you like the ones like sort of more in between, where you're? It's not a running. It's not sort of like a, a shoot shoot zombies shoot monsters but or not or something where you're completely defensive but something more in between which i'm trying to think of an example of at the moment in, <laughs> in my head <laughs> well, i think you could probably say like resident evil 2 remake kind of felt felt sort of fits in somewhere in the middle of that because it's not all out action and you mm. do have some sort of limitations of um, ammunition mm. and stuff like that and it is um i mean it's a remake of a fairly campy ps1 game but it is, the atmosphere is fantastic. It's not terrifying, but it's the atmosphere is great. Um, yeah. So I think maybe somewhere around that and sort of like um, the Dead Space series gets a lot of crap from horror fans because it is an action game. But it's terrifying, if you ask me. I, I, I played the first Dead Space. I had it pre-ordered. I was so excited for it. Um, this is coming in like the wake of Resident Evil 4, which kind of wasn't exactly a horror game really it was i guess i'd call it like a horror themed game but dead space i mean it's like it's it's alien and the thing and resident evil 4 put in a blender and i love the thing and i love the alien franchise up to a point and i was very excited for it and i had to play that game because i was playing that late like at night with the lights off with headphones on I had to play it in like 40 minute bursts because my heart was fucking pounding out of my chest. That, I, I, people say, oh, it's not scary. Uh, I don't know who these people are. I think I thought it was terrifying the first time through because the sound design is such a big part of it. And obviously like you're on this in very sort of industrial ship, mm. which is almost that sort of like industrial brutalist kind of sculpture in itself. And um, the sound design, and you've got the xenomorphs like crawling into ducts and coming out behind you and stuff. And um, the xenomorphs are just disgusting to look at, which adds to it. But yeah, I, Dead, Dead Space One scared the crap out of me at the time, mm. and Dead Space Two. Uh, people, people did, say did like you, Dead Space Two. Did you say Xenomorph? 
Did I say xenomorph? I meant yeah. necromorph. Necromorph, yeah. What's happening, Mr. Ross? Huh? Well, my horror franchises are blending together. In my I had too many beers, man. You think you're American? You can't pronounce words properly. Confused. <laughs> What's going on? All right, um, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, like when Dead Space 2 came out, people were like, oh, it's gone too actiony. But I don't really think it did. It just had some big set pieces in it. Yeah, and, um, Sp- it wasn't until Dead Space 3 where it went sort of actiony. You had like, you, you were fighting humans and uh necromorphs that with guns and stuff it's just like oh god this is gone they're trying to get a bit mainstream with it and that's yeah. why it sort of failed in in a way trying mm. to go mainstream third person yeah. shooter but i guess to answer your question i like games that have an atmosphere and that are that have things about them that are terrifying like the sound design in, in um the sound and the world design i guess in dead space one and dead space two yeah um, because those the the worlds like the Ishimura and the Sprawl and Dead Space One and Dead Space Two are not welcoming places. Even if even if um, they weren't infested with necromorphs trying to eat your face, those aren't like welcoming places. They look scary anyway, and um, obviously the infestation just kind of adds to that. So games that have the sound design and the world design and the atmosphere, but they also allow you to have some kind of agency in it like i've said this before that i still haven't played resident evil 7 because it's it came out as a first person horror game and i was kind of sick i guess of horror games at that point because the the genre kind of went away for a while no one's really making them like established studios and the only reason they stayed around was because there were like indie teams making them on pc and they were making these first-person hide games, basically, like uh, like as you mentioned, like uh, Amnesia. And then you had the Outlast games, and then uh, Layers of Fear, and all these games that came do, out that you would just know kind what? of experience. I, I, I didn't like Layers Layers of Fear. I didn't think it was that good. No, I didn't. Really no, I, I was like, yeah. "What's everyone going getting all hyped for about this?" Like, it's just I didn't I didn't really find it interesting. To be honest, and it is it, it it was one of those games where yeah they 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 were capitalizing on um, the trend at the time of those sort of horror games, mm. you know, first person just sort of walking in a hall, you know, just occasional jump scares, but no actual uh, agency in the, nah, in the game, nah. and that's why I I kind of when Resident Evil looked to be kind of pivoting towards that, it really put me off. Even though I know you, there are weapons in that, and you've, there's quite a lot of fighting in it, just the fact that it, it looked like because <clears> I was I was really annoyed that all horror games basically at the time were like first person hide in a closet games, and um, I basically stopped playing them. And then when <laughs> that's, all, that's that's one way of putting it, hide well, in I mean, a closet. Yeah. I mean, I played Amnesia um, uh. years back when it was like when it was blowing up, and I was like, yeah, the atmosphere is great, but all I'm doing is like walking forward 10 feet and then hiding in a closet. And uh, and then like Outlast came out and it was pretty much the same thing. And um, like Layers of Fear and uh, there are, I'm sure there are tons more. Mm. And and then to see Resident Evil pivot towards that. I mean, Resident Evil 6 was terrible. So they needed to do something different, but that wasn't what I wanted them to do. So I still haven't even played Resi 7 just because I was kind of put off. You're, you're missing out there, man. You're, you're missing out. Resident Evil 7 is great. It's, it's probably like, apart from Resident Evil Two Remake, it's probably my favorite Resident Evil game. 
it's that good. It's it's got that right mix. Apart from when it goes near the end, where it sort of does go gun ho, it, it is like a first person shooting near the last level. They sort of just sort of forget all the tension, the atmosphere, the the the, the creeping dread, the helplessness. You just go balls to the wall, gun gun. Apart from that, the last bit, but the 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 beginning and the middle is very good. It's very scary as well. It's like um. I, there was, there's genuine scares in there. The, the Baker family, God bless them. They 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 took their influences from like films from the seventies, like you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and stuff like that, and they used it well. And they also the game was also influenced by a certain cancelled IP as well, like you know um, the um, Kojima and go um, uh, uh, Belis- del Toro, Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro. They're, they're cancelled IP, you know, PT, which mm-hmm. influenced a lot of games. I mean, there's a lot of games that took influence from 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 that teaser trailer, as it was as it's known as. Um, but yeah, you, I, you should definitely give play it and give it a go, man. It's yeah, really see, it's the thing. People that I trust to give good recommendations, including you, have told me how good it is, mm. and um, and I know it's not a like first person hide in a closet game, but it's there was there was just something so visceral in my reaction to it when they first unveiled it that I just still haven't gotten around to playing it. And I own it, and I own Resident Evil 8 as well. It's on the shelf there. Um, mm. And I won't play that until I play 7, but I just can't find the motivation to actually play 7. Well, man, you've you got the, it's, it's Halloween, the month of horror. It's You don't have to make a video of it, man. Just get into it. Just play it. Just play it at night. So, you you know, you can you can yell and wake up your neighbours and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there is there is one counterpoint to me saying I didn't like all these indie first-person hiding games, and mm. that was Soma, um, which is by Frictional, who made Amnesia. Mm. And I loved Soma. I thought it was mm. fantastic. Mm. Um, but that's more on kind of the themes. It's very sort of like, very sort of ex- existential themes going on in it. Very sort of like... Um, that's the word I'm looking for, post-human kind of stuff. Mm. In fact, it's, it's more sort of sci-fi tinged kind of carried me through it, but it is also very much a hide-in-a-closet first-person game. Well, there's also, yeah, like um, the the, uh, the, um, the Alien game, Alien Isolation, that was like pretty much a hide-in-the-closet game, but that, that, that game generally... I remember we played the demo of it in, um, in uh, is it EGX? Yeah, years ago, man, easy. years ago, and there was generally there were people going, "Oh, oh my god!" Like I did it as well, and I remember we were waiting in the queue, and we can hear people going, "Oh," <laughs> and I was just like, "Whoa, what's going on, man?" And I was like, "It can't be that scary," and it it, it was like the, the the xenomorph on its own, like is scary because I know in Aliens two and in later games they sort of, they, they they made the aliens kind of fodder really, didn't they? They lost that sort of fear that they had in in in, in um, Alien, mm. but in, in Alien Isolation, God, my God, dear, this this you, this this creature is, is terrifying, and it had that sort of that AI uh, that new I uh, can't remember what they called it. Do you remember what they 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 they, they panned it? it I don't remember sort of, that off the top of my head, but it was it was very. It was it was like smart air. Yeah, it sort of reacted, and it didn't it didn't have a set sort of path in. Where you could sort of like hide and like 
you know, it will turn its back on you or if it's stuff like that, you know, in some horror games. But this this one will, will track you down. Anything like any sort of noise you make, it will track you and look. If you hide under a, like a, a, you can hide under a bed. It sort of it will look under there as well because it's like oh, it could be in here. Um, yeah, man, that 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 game's good. I, I generally like when when the alien first appeared. I was like, oh my god, what? I, I just put my control down. I was like, shit, I got to yeah, get past a, that's this. That's the thing with that game. It's like the first two hours, there's no alien. Mm. It's just like other people and like androids and stuff. You, you say that you say there's no alien, but I do remember a part where I think I was getting onto a, a turbo lift or a, a car or something, and I stood around for for a while because I was just like, okay, I'm on my phone, and then I got attacked by and killed by the alien. I was like, oh my god, what? This was before it made its its, its appearance. You know when it comes out the the ceiling, mm. it did that, and I was like, oh, it killed me. What the hell? I'm, I was like, okay, um, great. So if you if you if you stand idle or something, the alien will come and kill you. <laughs> so so yeah, but it, that, that game, like the opening hours, like once the alien turns up, are terrifying. Mm. And then after a while, you kind of get used to the, the presence of it, and it just becomes tense instead. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you don't lose the fear of the alien as such, but it doesn't like put the fear of Jesus into you when you see it. It's just like. You just kind of switch into a mode where, like, oh, fuck, now I've got to creep around and hope it doesn't hear me. And so, yeah, that, for, for me, it stopped being scary after a while, and it was just very, very tense. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, especially because it was all like save points and stuff. There was no like uh, auto saves, so it was more like if this thing catches me now, I'm going to lose half an hour. Got to be really careful. Yeah, it had that that save stations, didn't it? And yeah. I think even when you save, the alien can still attack you. Because it's doing it in game, it doesn't take. It's not like it doesn't pause the game. It's still happening. Mm. So I, I do. I remember getting attacked. I think no, I don't think I did get attacked. But I always had that feeling. I was like, oh, come on, save, run, 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 get killed here. But yeah, that that game as well. Sort of um, after a while, yeah, like you said, it did lose its sort of the fear. It did make you tense, but you weren't as afraid of the alien. Mm. Um, More afraid and, of losing progress. Yeah. And then. Like near the end, obviously, I don't spoilers for a six-year-old game, but th- there are more aliens in it. You know, like there's, it was. I think the developers like, well, there's only so much you can do with one alien. Let's have more aliens, but it didn't go gun ho or nothing like that. But it's still, yeah. Once it once once there was more than one, I was just like, yeah, no, it's not. There that are sc- weapons in that game as well, but they're extremely rare. You can't kill you can't you kill can't, them. No, the, you can't. Yeah. You can't kill yeah. the alien, but you the, mm. the working Joes and stuff like that. The androids, you can. You can. Yeah. It's really not worth doing because they take so much. Create a hell of a racket, and you mm. have. Uh, it's not even like survival horror style limited ammo. It's literally mm. like one, one, one shot. Bullet. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even no point of fighting those um, working Joes or you know they they they're so tough. Mm. It's just like oh, what's the point? And even hiding like in in um. In air ducts, the alien uses obviously uses that to get around. Yeah. So you have it, you you go in it and like, oh shit, I've been stabbed right <laughs> white's tail. I'm like, oh yeah, it uses the air ducts. I should have realized. So I remember I, I thought I was like, ha, we go through the air ducts, and then I was like, and then all of a sudden my characters went, oh, I was like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a good game. It's a shame they never made a sequel of it. It's like, what, six, seven years old now. So I'm guessing they're not working on a sequel. It's Yeah, it, they put a lot of effort in it. It looked like, a, it looked like the, it, the, the films. Yeah, it looked like it came straight out of the film universe. Mm, yeah. They absolutely nailed the look of it. I, I don't know if it just didn't sell that well. Maybe it just didn't sell that well. I don't know. Like It got critical acclaim, you know? Maybe mm. it was a bit. The thing is, I think it it's, it was a bit too long. It's definitely too long. Yeah, they they could have trimmed a bit out of it. They didn't need it to be so long. Uh, I think it was. It's, it's like 20, twenty odd 20, hours. Isn't twenty it? odd. I was like, oh, what can you do for twenty hours of just hiding from an alien? They should have made it about twelve hours. I think that would have been a good length for it. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, like, I remember there, there was a period in in, in gaming where there was just horror games all over the place. Like if I look back on my collection, I think PS2, um, Xbox, the 360 PS3 area had really good horror games. Um, obviously you, you had the classics like the Silent Hills and the Resident Evils and, 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 all, and all that. But I, I, I find like, I'm trying to think back to last gen and I was like, there wasn't that many, obviously there was the, you know, the, the, the PT, but that that got cancelled. But there wasn't that many horror games, at least on console. I know I do know that obviously on PC that there was tons of horror games. And but that's like, the thing, it thrives on PC, but yeah, you know, it's it's kind of it's not where it used to be on console mm-hmm, these days, mm-hmm. unfortunately. I mean, you did have the the odd one like the um, the Outlast series. You, you had one and two, but other than that, could not get into those games. And you had um, if the Evil Within. I mean, that, apparently the Evil Within Two is maybe really good. Yeah, I've heard I've heard good things as well. I mean, it, and it that just is another. We we played the demo of the first one of the first Evil Within at mm-hmm. that same EGX. Mm-hmm. Alien Isolation was that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I own Evil Within One, and we we did actually do a video of it for one of our months of horror. I think maybe our first month of horror. Yeah, um, and it, I I I was I was quite intrigued by it to be honest with you. It seemed mm. pretty interesting, and some weird stuff happened towards the end of the video. And I was like, I kind of want to know what happens next, but I still haven't played it. Mm. But it's on Game Pass, so yeah. Apparently, the uh, Game Pass version has all the DLC, which is also going to be really good. Mm. But yeah, the Evil Within too. The people that love like that game love that game. It's made mm. it very good. But yeah, it's just like, have we? Have, I just remember there being lots of horror games on the ps2 um i think that was its golden period where there was just tons of like horror games from japan that came out on that on, on that well yeah i mean you had three silent hill games two three yeah. and four the room you had like forbidden siren stuff that's right which yeah. was uh, made by the guy who made who was like the main guy on silent hill he went over to sony and uh, yeah. formed team silent not team silent he was on team silent he went over there and team siren created at Sony Japan studio to make forbidden siren. And um, we played a bit of that as well. If you remember one of our uh, Mm. months of horror, we did a video of the first siren game. I think. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It had like the English voices. Yeah. Oh no. Who are you? Yeah. Quite. It's quite jank. Yeah. It was very campy and weird. And, but um, yeah, like PS2, had a lot of that stuff and then like the xbox and 
Xbox, OG Xbox had some as well. And I think, uh, was that, what was that game? The Suffering, was it? Yeah. Where you played suffering. like the inmate. Inmate, yeah. And um, that was kind of interesting. I think we did some videos on the first two of those games. Um, yeah, just these days you don't really seem to get many other than like, like Silent Hill's basically gone. Um, you mentioned PT, which was supposed to be a playable teaser for a new Silent Hill game, which kind of fell apart when uh, Konami got rid of Kojima, uh, Hideo Kojima. And so that never happened. But other than Resident Evil, there's not really anything like Dead Space died with Dead Space 3. Well, there's the uh, remake coming out, isn't there? They are remaking it, but mm. yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not going to be new. Don't really seem to get many new horror games these days. I mean, like, um, I think one of the last horror games that generally spooked me was a game called Sweet Home. You ever, you ever played that? I think that's a Thai game, or it's based on Thai culture. Yeah, and um, I did that a video where you're locked in the school. Yes, right. Yeah. No, is that no? I, I might be detention or something. I did. No, I did make a video. I, I, I did make yeah, a video. I you made a video of it. I mean, it's a first-person game, wasn't it? And I think you're trapped yes. in a school or something. Um, for the first level, I think you are. I mean, I just remember like you're being stalked by this uh this entity, scary girl, scary girl. Yeah, but then you do transition to a different area because you there's like obviously when you complete one area. You go back into like a hub area, not a hub area, but a safe area. And then you go, when you go back into the next level, it's like a different, you're not school, but it's a different sort of environment, which, mm. uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I only played the first hour because obviously I was just doing it for a video, but I do remember being genuinely scared because the, the sound of the, what what she knew was, I think it was a, a switchblade or something like that. She knew, you know, the, the sound of the, the blade when you, when you, because with a switchblade, was it a switchblade? A Stanley knife. You know, a Stanley knife, then when, to get the, the knife yeah, out the of the sheath, sound. the click, is got, it makes us, yeah. it's like, oh my God. She, she does that like little wimp. There's nothing scary. Like in horror is like, I think a lot of it is, is, is sound. Like if you get a good sound design, it skate, especially when you're in head, uh, head, uh, headset, just yeah. the, the sound of it just is just really quick. I think that adds to it. I mean, if obviously if, if it didn't have good sound design, I don't know if it would be as scary. I mean, obviously the visuals, but it's just the sound of not seeing the, the, the enemy is more scarier than actually seeing it. You know what yeah. I mean? So- sound design is a huge part of it, I think. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, like with Dead Space, like I think with Dead Space, I think at least fifty percent of how scary it was was the sound design, because you're you're pretty much armed to the teeth in that game, and um, when a ne- when a necromorph pops out, you're kind of like, oh, okay, now I need to like shoot its up, its limbs off or whatever, and you're kind of into your action game sort of comfort zone at that point. But it's all the sounds that are playing before it, putting you on edge and sort of knocking you off kilter. So yeah, I think sound design is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you done? <laughs> I just went quite, yeah. <laughs> I just went sound design. I mean, I, was, I, I was, thought I was, you was going to carry was, on. I was like, agreeing with your main, I thought you, your main I point. thought you was going to carry on. You just sort of went quiet. I was just like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But, um, uh, like what, what is, has there been like a horror game that's genuinely scared you? You know, like, generally the way you think I can't play this anymore because obviously I've got one 
but everyone's gonna like everyone's gonna. It's predictable what I'm gonna say. But have you got if you got one? Because you, I know I, I do I do know that you 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 um you don't scare as easily. Because if you if 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 anyone's watched any of our horror games, especially that one where uh oh god, what was that one where that doll's following you, and you got to turn around to switch the light on. And remember, we played it. Emily wants to play. Emily wants to play. Yeah, and there's bits in it. If you watch the video back. There's, I'm when I'm playing it, I'm like, oh, oh my god! And Rose is like, I'm not scared at all. I'm like, well, you're you're not the one playing it. And we were playing it around Dan and Nikki's old place, and me and her were just making like, ah, oh, sounds like that, <laughs> you know. Like it was generally like it was just all it it was just like um um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all just jump scares. Jump really. scares, yeah. But it still got it kept getting me, and I was just like, oh god, it keeps getting me, man. But um. Yeah, just that. The you got those those types of games, but I I do like a game where it's general generally like more atmospheric and dread, not jump yeah. based on jump, jump scare and good. I say good sound design is probably what scares me most. I mean, if mm-hmm. I was sitting in in here in this dark void, I'm now with my headset <laughs> playing a scary game, I'll be scared, man. You know what I mean? I'll just be like, oh god, because you, you can it's just sound. You got and especially if you got a good headset. And it's just all we can hear is every little crack and murmur and straight like, into your ear holes. Oh god, that uh, that that's that's spooky to me, man. You know, you know, like that's what that's why I liked um Project Zero um Fatal Frame Two because that had good sound design mm-hmm. and not just visually. Like the game itself looked scary. I mean, you're playing these anime sort of girls and just like all we've got is a bloody camera. <laughs> I've got a, well, like, I've got is a camera and a yeah. short skirt. Yeah, and I've got to face these these ghosts to beat them, and that was that's some scary stuff, man. I think the only yeah. horror film I've noped horror film horror game I've noped out of yeah. was one I actually did a video of last year for a month of horror. Oh yeah, and, um, it's it's the kind of thing where depending on the circumstances, it probably wouldn't be scary at all. But it was uh, the Exorcist VR game. And yeah. nothing that happened in the video was. If you watch the video, you you probably are like, what's wrong with this guy? There's not really much going on here. Mm. Certainly, nothing you haven't seen in another game. But it's when you're in VR and you're kind of like completely enclosed. And um, like if you're playing a game on a TV, you can look away from the TV. If you're playing a game in VR, you look away and the TV comes with you. So you, you can't you can't do much other than like take the headset off, close your eyes, close your eyes, you, close your eyes. Yeah. You've still got it like the. Mm. earphones blasting the sound straight into your ears mm-hmm. um and there is a sense of presence with vr which is it, it is the main selling point of vr like half-life alex is so good because it feel, almost feels like you're there because it feels like you're in the world like look around and everything is around you and it's scaled and you can move your hands around and look at your gun and all that kind of stuff and um that kind of presence in a horror game is just a bit too much because it feels, you kind of feel trapped in it a bit. And um, <laughs> respect for anyone that just like has a channel where they're just playing VR horror games all the time. Maybe you get desensitized to it, but I played like, I think like half an hour of that game. I was like, that's the end mm. of the video. Bye. I'm done now. And literally mm. all that happens is like you, you, you go to investigate a murder scene in the church. And uh, it's just deathly quiet in there, and there's like a dead body, and you're looking for for, for uh, clues, and you go into like the priest's back office, and you're looking through his like belongings and stuff, and then you walk back out into the church, and the, all the lights go off, 
and then like you start seeing things like flashing up all all around you and like progressively like that thing that horror films love to do where they're like something moves closer to you but it just like flashes so you like mm-hmm. get a, like a face there and it flashes light and then it's here and then it's right in front of you it's doing stuff like that and um nothing that would terrify you in a horror film or any other horror game but because it's in vr it was just too much and i was just mm-hmm. like I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, this video is done now and I'm never playing this game again. And I haven't, I haven't played it since. It Will you play, would you play it again? Like, uh, uh, ever? Probably not. No. Um, it's just, the sense of presence is just too much. Um, mm. I don't know, like if, if I had a bunch of people around and they're all like, oh yeah, show me a VR horror game, then I'd play it if there were a pe- bunch of people in the room or something, but I don't think I'd want to play it by myself again. Mm. And, I, and I haven't touched it in over, in like a year at this point, so I can't see myself going back to it. But other than that, like I, I enjoyed like the atmosphere of horror games, like stuff. As I said, like Dead Space scared the crap out of me at the time, and um, I have, I do get scared from horror games, but I enjoy the kind of the atmosphere. I don't like absolutely crap myself, but I enjoy like the, the sort of rising tension that you get from mm. it, and. Um, but some of my favourite horror games of all time aren't really what I'd call scary. Like Silent Hill 2 is not just one of my favourite horror games, but probably one of my favourite games of all time. And I wouldn't call that a scary game at all. But it has that very Japanese sense of like creeping dread and foreboding that we were talking about earlier in this podcast. And it's just dripping with atmosphere. And that's I think that's that's the main thing for me is atmosphere. Right, I'll, Jump scares, yeah, fine and good. Gore, don't really, not really interested in gore. Gore doesn't really do much for me. But atmosphere is, is what I like in a horror game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Like atmosphere is key. Sound design is key. It's like, um, I think the last proper scary game, I think everyone's going to say, it's PT is like, it's generally a scary game beautiful beautiful like it's just what what we talked about it, it, it ticks all those boxes you know what i mean i mean all it is is just a chap going around in a circle like you know infinite loop finding mm. clues to like sort of change and change the the next cycle all the while getting stalked by this entity uh what was her name she had a name didn't she i can't remember not alice oh bloody hell um yeah, uh, that, that I remember we did a video for it, and uh, I was just like, I had to play it, and you guys, you, yeah. you guys all teasing me, like you because you, you hadn't down. played it before. That's mm-hmm. why. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I supposed to do here? And you guys will go, just look. I was like, well, that doesn't help. I know this game's <laughs> like this game's so cryptic. Like if you don't get, if you don't not having a guide, or if you don't look at every nook and cranny, it's going to take I you mean, a long time. I mean, honestly, it's pure chance in a lot of circumstances. Mm that you just happen to do something that works. But uh, I think that is kind of like the inverse of what we talked about earlier when we were talking about um, Project Zero, Fatal Frame, where it's kind of like the setting is kind of almost alien to us in a sense because it was like very traditional, like Japanese buildings, and it's, that kind of puts you off kilter. I think PT is kind of the opposite of that, where it's a very mundane environment that no one is kind of, it's not something anyone's really unfamiliar with, just a hallway and like a bathroom and a front door. Everyone knows that, but it took that and it took something we all kind of know and just 
is just part of everyday life that nobody ever gives any thought and made that terrifying. And I think that's kind of part of the power of PT. But again, sound design, atmospherics, and there's, there's parts where they just change the lighting. And you'd be amazed at how much just like having the lighting change color will throw you off. Like you'll come out, you'll go through one cycle and it's just lit normally. You come out the next time and it's like all oh, the lights are red or blue or something. And it's just like, it feels completely alien. Mm. Uh, they had some really cool ideas of how to mess with people's heads in that game. And it is a, it is a huge shame that they didn't go on to make Silent Hills. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> It, I reckon it would have been a good game, but I don't think it would have been as scary as PT, you know, because um, I don't know, maybe they would have. Who knows? You know, Kojima and Del, um, uh, Del, Del, not Del Toro. What's yeah, his Guillermo, name? Guillermo, 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 Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, it's Guillermo. Del. Norman Reedus. He then went uh, on to be in uh, Death Stranding instead. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you don't actually see Norman Reedus's face until the end. But he would have been the main character. But I don't think Norman Reedus would have been would have liked to have been in first person. He's like, you got to show my face. I put this game in third person, man. Like, <laughs> but like I said, I don't know if that they would have been able to sustain that for a whole game. Mm. You know, it, they it would have you would it would have had to open up, but thinking about going around Silent Hill and that with that sort of atmosphere. But the thing, the thing that made it more creepy is because you were confined into a, to a hallway. That's what made mm. it creepy. Yeah. Creepier. It's being compact and you don't want to turn around because, you know, you don't know if she's going to be there behind you. She does pop up every now and again, but it's very like blinking. You miss it. I mean, there's a part where you walk down a hall, where you walk, where you walk down one cycle. And if you look up, you can see her on the top floor looking down yeah. at you. Oh God. Man, that's creepy. And if you play that on your own with a headset in the dark, you're which gonna I have did when it which launched, you, which you which you did, you, you're going to have problems, man. Like, yeah, that was scary. Yeah, yeah, it is generally scary. And I remember playing it around yours, and then I had to go home in, in the dark. I was like, oh god, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like generally quite like quite shook up here. But uh, yeah, that that. It's a shame because I didn't actually do the whole cycle thing. Maybe mostly because of time, you know, that could have taken us a couple of hours to do. Uh, and I was getting kind of freaked out. I didn't even get into the most mess, messed up parts. Obviously, when you said like the color filter changes where it goes to blood red and stuff like that, and, and mm. the, the fridge is bleeding blood, and you're generally getting like stalked by it. By because the, the more the, the more you unlock, the more she. The, I wish I knew remember her name. The, the entity would would stalk you more, but um, they, I think there was like if she kills you, she she strangles you to death and then pisses on you. I don't remember the the. the do you remember that? Like she does. <laughs> yeah, she does. That. You don't see it, but you hear it. You hear her like urinating on you. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Cheers. Finally, so yeah, urinating on me. But yeah, it's a shame that it, the the potential there could have been one of the best games. Or horror games ever made, but it's a shame that it, it, it can't be done. I mean, like when 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 um, Kojima was making Death Strand, everyone thought that maybe he would make his own horror game. Obviously, that didn't he happen. He made a FedEx Man game. I've, I mean, a lot, it's either one of those games where you love it or you hate it. Um, a lot of people liked it. A lot of people just didn't understand it. I haven't played it. 
Um, I bought it on PC, but I haven't played it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's one of those like, things where like, I'll, I'll get to it, but I've heard it's 50 hours long, and that's a lot of walking around. The thing is with Kojima, like we're going a bit off topic, but he, he wants to make a, a, a cinematic movie. He does. like He does he does rack up that money because he doesn't have... He can't just get like an unknown actor. He has to get like Hollywood actors now. So that's I mean, where he's at. All the people yeah. that are in Death, Death Stranding. Stranding God's oh, sake. Some, uh, some, not just some, Norman Reedus, but you've got that Leia Sedu and Del Toro's in it. And um, you've got um, the, guy, in it? the guy from James Bond, or oh, the Danish actor. Yeah, he he played Le Chief. What's wrong with us today? We can't remember anything. <laughs> Maz, Maz Nicholson. Yeah, Matt Nicholson. Yeah, he's in it. Um, the the girl from uh, from James Bond as well. Yeah, Leia C D. Yeah, yeah. So um, big stars in that game. That that must have been a very expensive production. Yeah, I mean, like Kojima, he he's a perfectionist, but he also like likes to burn through money. Maybe that's what pissed Capcom off, but obviously it's his own production. And Sony was like, here's a here's a bunch of money. Do what you want. <laughs> Here's a blank check. You just write some numbers on it when you're done. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So there's two other sort of horror tinged games that I just kind of pop, popped into my head that most people don't actually probably wouldn't even think to mention when it comes to horror games. And that's, I say two because I never played the third one, but the fear games, fear and fear two are actually, um, they're first person shooters. So if you haven't played them, people are going to be like, really? horror games but they are very sort of um very sort of horror themed and it's kind of almost you can tell they took a lot of um cues from japanese horror because like the main sort of horror antagonist is a creepy little girl mm. called yeah. alma i can see your cat's eyes yeah. <laughs> but yeah those i remember playing the demo of fear two because i i loved fear one and i remember when the demo for t- fear two came out i was quite excited to try it and there's a specific jump scare bit where you go you kind of come in from through this sort of open sort of ruined city exterior and you come into this small room and you come out come in one door and you have to go out another door and um and there's a i think you had to go and o- you had to go and try and open the door and the door was locked so obviously you'd turn around and then you turn around and she'd just be there right in your face. Mm. And it was like a, just a, you know, pretty by the numbers jump scare. <laughs> I remember I, I, I played the demo the second time and I was like, right, I'm going to catch you out this time, Al. I'm going to catch you spawning in. Um, so I walked backwards to the door <laughs> and um, she didn't spawn in. Like I, I walked backwards towards the door you're supposed to open so that I'd see her like character model spawning in and nothing happened. Mm. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And I turned around to face the door and she was in front of me there as well. So, so. Mm. <laughs> the developers just kind of thought of it like people were going to mm. go, yeah, people are going to go and get wise to this. So we just move her around. And that's, mm-hmm. that scared me more because I was not, ex- I was expecting even less that time. But those games have got really good atmosphere. They're not like terrifying uh, horror games. They're very sort of like horror themed. Yeah. But I mean, the atmosphere is fantastic. But going back to what I said about like games in the middle, sort of like they're not gun, gun and hide in a closet. They're not like gun shooting, gun running, gun. There's that one in the middle um, that I just popped into my head, which is um, came out. Oh bloody hell! It was an exclusive on the 360. 
it came out as a launch. It was like a launch game. Oh, not Manhunt. But he plays a detective. Oh, Condemned. Condemned, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good in-between. Because mm-hmm. you can shoot, but you, it's like resource management very, as well. Yeah, very, very limited. Yeah, and you had like weapons that broke. They, you know. So that was that's 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 a good example. And that had good uh, the graphics, obviously at the time, 360. Good at good for the time, but the lighting and the, the sound design was good in there as well. Mm. You can just hear those um those deranged people. <laughs> but you know, like yeah, they were walking just... through like a, a deserted um mm. like shopping mall or something, you just hear, ah, mm. in the background, you're like, oh god, where is that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh god, I've only got two bullets, I'm gonna have to use melee. Oh god, my plank my, of wood. My plank of wood's broke. What well, I just gotta <laughs> run and grab something. Oh, that, it's pretty that cool was, that you could like uh, rip pipes out of the wall and stuff and use those yeah. melee weapons. Yeah, it was a good game. Yeah, the sequel I mean, went nuts. The sequel was just silly. Yeah, because he could do Hadoukens and stuff like that. <laughs> like he started like blasting like energy projectiles from his <laughs> hand. I was like, "Huh, what's going on?" Yeah, it was kind of like the shouts in like Skyrim that you could yeah. do or something. I can't remember off the top of my head now, but it got very silly in the sequel. Mm. But the first one was really good, but I think mm. that was Monolith. The people who um, went on to make the recent Lord of the Rings games, the Shadow of Mordor, and um, what was the next one called? Shadow of Shadow War. War. Yeah, yeah, they made those. They that's what they went on to after that. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah, first condemn was good, but yeah, like we we need. I think especially like if you if you don't have access to a PC. It's harder to play horror games because it's just maybe they're not not that profitable, you know. I mean, it, it's good for for content if you're a YouTuber or stuff. I mean, like what if you ju- like Phasmophobia? Obviously, it's a PC game, but that's it, it, like that that blew up big time. It's not as not as much not as many people talk about it now because obviously it's probably a new sort of fad that people are playing now. Um, obviously, there was um, Among Us that that blew up, and everyone started playing that. But um, yeah, they're just. Um, I would like them, like developers, to sort of invest a bit more in, in, into horror because I think it's a neglected genre in, in, in video games. Obviously, you got you got the RPGs covered. You got they got first person shooters covered. You know, you got the action games covered. Like you know, but horror just seems to be sort of like forgotten about. It's like the sort of unwanted stepchild in a way. Mm. It's not. It's not as to not not as many games coming out for that i'm sure there are like some but they're just not they're not promoted as well as unless it's like a resident evil or um or not even silent hill because they don't make them anymore so it's just very long while since the last silent hill i mean like you obviously have like the the odd game like the outlast which was probably the, the, the the biggest like console sort of horror game that has come out recently but even that, I think, was first on PC, wasn't it? it that was one of those. This mm. is the thing. If if you're on PC, you're probably fairly covered. But even there, it's mostly like fairly budget sort of indie stuff. Mm-hmm. Sort mm. of along the lines of like Outlast or even like Bloober Teams, um, Blair Witch and stuff like that. You, you don't really get big budget horror games anymore other than you'll, mm. get, a Resident, you'll get a Resident Evil every three, four years and other than that, that's basically it. Like as we mentioned, Dead Space died like a decade ago or 
mm. just just under a decade ago. And yeah, okay, they're remaking the first one, but that's not an original game. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anything else that's coming that's like fairly big budget other than well, the Callisto got- Protocol, which is being made by people that made the first Dead Space. Which is also apparently supposed to be set in the PUBG universe. So oh, figure that out—a sci-fi, brilliant. science fiction horror game set what, in the what PUBG about, universe. You got you got that Evil Dead game coming out, but that's going to be more comedic than anything because you know, obviously, mm. I think that's based on like a you know. Have you did you ever play the uh, Friday the Thirteenth game? That's going to be sort of that sort of, that sort of gameplay. Mm, did I've you never ever, played it, but I've seen plenty of it. Did you? Did, uh, yeah, yeah, that that that's probably like uh, it's going on to that. Uh, that probably style of game is the most popular sort of style of horror game now. Is where play a story, yeah, games. yeah, yeah. You got the Dead by Daylight and uh, Friday the 13th, which I think is now is that defunct now. I think they had legal troubles or something. I, don't know. I think that's like they 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 the people who own the rights to Friday the 13th pulled the plug on it. Um, I don't know, like there's some sort of legal disputes, but um. Yeah, that that sort of that's the sort of horror games that are more popular now, like you know, online sort of stalker games and stuff like that. So like Resident it, Evil no. even tried that fairly recently, didn't they? They put out that co-op multiplayer game where you've got mm. one play, one player like playing as a mastermind, setting mm. traps and stuff for people, and then the other players like trying to escape a haunted house or something. I can't remember what it was called, but mm. it's just. I'm not interested in that. I'll, I don't really want to. Like, phasmophobia might be different, as you say, but generally, I don't really want to play a multiplayer horror game. That kind of is going to kind of impact the atmosphere for me. Mm-hmm. And atmosphere is like the main thing mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think that's. What would you think, Mr. Ross? I think that's we've gone on for long enough about what's uh, about horror games or the 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 lack of horror games at the Sad moment. Sad state of horror games today. Yeah, I mean yeah. there is like one horror game that I played, which was made in from a wet uh, a developer in Wales. Was I hope I'm pronouncing this right? Made of skier, skier. Made of skier. Skier. Yeah. That that's. I mean, I, I played that for the channel, and it, it did have good moments in it. But it, it obviously it had budgetary limits, lim, limits. But I, I kind of feel like of horror, like you don't need a big, a massive budget, you know what I mean, mm. to be scary. I even kind of like the jankiness of some games if it's, but as long as it's got that sort of, like we said, like good sound, good, good sort of, um, good sound design, good, good sort of visuals and stuff like that. I mean, you know, could... we have we have missed some fairly obvious sort of mid-budget ones, actually, in all this, which you kind of reminded me of with Made of Scare, mm. which is the uh, Dark Pictures games. None of <laughs> which I've made... actually played, so I don't know if they're actually any good. Oh, God, yeah. And, of course, the interactive game that came out on PS4. Until uh, dawn. we did a whole, we did a whole let's play of it. Yeah, Until Dawn. Yeah, I don't know if you'd really uh, call that a horror game, to be fair. It's I mean, kind of Horror-themed. Yeah. It did. It was. There were parts of it like were were, gen, were quite frightening, especially when you had to hold the controller and be silent if you moved the <laughs> controller. I remember I did that. And I was that, like, was, oh, that was uh, that was frightening because it would read no movement as movement. That was why yeah. that was frightening. Was we like, lost oh, like three yeah. characters in that let's play, and you put 
you put the controller on the table at one point and it was mm. like no it didn't hold it still enough and th- like three people died yeah yeah i lost the, i lost like half the character like <laughs> half the characters due to um yeah the controller thinking i i, I moved even though I, I didn't touch it i left it on the floor i was just like oh, okay great so i'll come out with two characters still alive great not a great let's play but again that's probably we want you to replay it and see if you can uh, get everyone to survive but there were scary parts in in there. I, I thought you know, there were there were, you know, the wing the windigos were quite were quite scary. I mean, they did play a bait and switch on the beginning part where you thought like there was a serial killer, and he just find out like the bro- the the brothers just playing a prank on everyone, but he has actually lost his mind. And then you're like, oh right, there's actual windigos here. This is taking a turn. Great, you know. But like yeah, like you said, like um. Yeah, the the anthology, the dark anthology series, they've released a few yeah, games. Same they, they they got they they've released a new one, uh, the House of Ashes, I think. I think at the moment there's four, four in the series. Four. Man of Madan was the first one, wasn't it? Man of Madan. There was a one about the witches. Mm. I can't. Remember. I don't know the names of the titles. Yeah, I'll be I honest. Think, I've, I've played none of them. So I think there's, I, no I think, I think there's, a, there's, there's three. It could be four, but I'm, I'm, I do know there's three. So yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I play. I, I always find it a bit off-putting when, I, when you, when you have like big named Hollywood actors in the horror games. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Kind of wish they were like just, just no, no, like. No, no, no. Uh, I know they had to use facial capture on them, but I just like this is a bit too, too polished. Just realised we 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 forgot another very obvious one as well, and this yeah. this was actually kind of a reasonably big deal because it was like a timed Xbox exclusive, hmm. and that was the medium which I actually really liked. Oh and, yeah, the medium. Um, yeah, it's very it's it's honestly very Silent Hill like in terms of. Um, atmosphere and stuff i really like that game mm. it looks fantastic as well it's a very good looking game yeah but yeah we mentioned like blueber we mentioned um as a fear and um uh blair witch and completely forgot about the medium which came out more recently but yeah I, I like that game a lot and i think it showed that they actually do have some promise it's like as you mentioned and as i agreed to like layers of fear didn't really do much for either of us Blair Witch, we I think we did a video on that, and neither of us really gave a crap about that either. No, I didn't find it. I found it frustrating more than scary. It's just, yeah, it's just frustrating and boring. Mm. But the medium, yeah. I really like. So I think it shows they've got a lot of promise. But yeah, um, so I guess there but, are there are games coming out. But yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah, less are. memorable ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they do j- tend to be more mid-budget. I mean, Japan don't just seem to have given up on the horror genre. So we got it's the West. Western developers have got a sort of they're sort of leading the way, kind of with the with the horror games, especially well, like ta- indie developers and stuff like that. Yeah, and you've got Tango Gameworks, who, as we mentioned, did the uh, the Evil Within games, mm-hmm. and their next game, Ghostwire Tokyo, looks more like an action game, which is timed exclusive like- on the PS Five. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of like spooky and maybe has some horror themes, but it looks more more like an action game. So perhaps they're even moving away from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. State well, of horror games, maybe not what we'd like it to be, but there's plenty mm-hmm. of games we've loved over the years. Plenty yeah. of games that have turned our trousers brown. Yeah. And um, 
we're going to be playing yeah. some of them on the channel this month. So yeah, please do. Um, and don't don't ask me, Mister Ross, what we're playing because I'm still formulating my list. <laughs> All right, don't put me on the spot. Yeah, we've we've done we've done quite a lot, so we're kind of there. There are it'll, it'll be more a PC games we've already it'll covered. Be, it'll be a more PC games, I think. This so year. I think our our first ever month of horror, we did like twenty games or something. Uh, not that much, I don't think. Probably about twelve or thirteen. I think we did do quite a lot. No, I'm looking at of... the, looking at the playlist. It's not. I don't think it's that many. Hmm. But um, yeah, well, um, we've, we've covered all, pretty much all of our favourite horror games, unfortunately. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, we'd be going for like an hour and a half. Should we call it there? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So please do check out the channel if you want to see uh, what we're doing for Halloween. We we don't know what we're doing yet, but we will be putting up some stuff. We also do have a let's co-op going of um, Resident Evil Five, which. Again, it's not the scariest game, but it's co-op. So it works for kills two birds with one stone. It's a horror game up, gets gets us back on the co-op train, which we haven't done in a while. So please do go and check that out. That's uh, the first part is up now. The second part should be going up soon after this podcast airs. Mm-hmm. Please do check out all our social media, Twitter, mm. our uh, Tumblr, Instagram, all that good stuff. That's Twitter, all there. Twitter um, Twitch. Yep. And also, yeah, I was going to get to that, the Twitch. If you want to see Paul playing games, live streaming, please check out our Twitch, which is, again, mm-hmm. Twitch TV forward slash a game with chumps. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, drop us a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your favorite horror games are. Thank you all for listening or and or watching. And mm-hmm. we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.